I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck as foils attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. There's nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd Alert! Hello there, it's Obi-John Kenobi, your favorite host in all of podcasting, and welcome to a brand new Nerd Alert. Last time on Nerd Alert, we talked about the first six months of 2024, specifically the movies hitting theaters we're excited about, the ones Jay might actually leave the house to go see, and the ones Rodas kind of about. So, today on Nerd Alert, yeah, you guessed it, it's movies of 2024, part D. The rise, the rise of the return of the dawn, light, dawn of, of the, the beneath revenge, the revenge of the, of the wrath of Khan of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Part two. <clears throat> Electric Boogaloo. That is a very nice Commander Riker Scott's holding up. Someone's been painting his minis. Anyway, so before we jump into all that fun, in case you missed last week, you should go back and check it out because it covered January through June. June. We are now picking up with July. But to help me go through July through December, let me introduce my co-host first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, the man who keeps the nerd in the top nerdy to me network. Welcome to the bridge, Commander Scott. Salvador Dali. Do we all know who Salvador Dali was? Buenos Noches. No. Nachos? He was not Nachos. Oh. No. Salvador Dali like, was a... An he, artist? Wasn't he an artist? He was an artist. He was a surrealistic artist. Uh, uh, kind of gained huge popularity and stuff like in the 1960s and, 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 and everything. Uh, much like... Um, uh, I'm blanking on his name. The guy that did the the picture of the the the, the soup Jackson band. Pollock. No. Um, ja- Jackson Pollock. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Thank you. Yeah, Jackson Pollock. No, no, no. Uh, anyway, uh, something interesting. Uh, apparently, Salvador Dali. You know, I mean, he's a surrealistic artist, so he's somewhat eccentric, and he does his things. But he's always, apparently, he was always looking for ways to make money, like. If you offered him money, if it was enough money, it really didn't matter what was going on. He would do it. Like that's it was his whole shtick. He's he's gonna make money. It was his whole thing. Um. Uh, uh, apparently, sometime around 1960. No, not 65. Hang on, I missed my year. Uh, I'm not sure what what year, but somewhere in the 60s. 
Um, Yoko Ono of, you know, uh, 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 the guy from the Beatles. Beatles destruction fame. Yeah, yeah J- uh, John Lennon's uh, muse, I guess you could call her, whatever you want to call her. Uh, 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 she was really into Salvador Dali. Loved Salvador Dali. And I guess she got to meet him or whatever. They they were they they their circles started to intertwine, and she wanted something unique of Salvador Dali. She wanted something of his, a piece of him that she could call her own. So she cut off his left ear. Yeah. Oh, different she, guy. She offered him ten thousand dollars. For a single hair of his iconic mustache. He had a very iconic, like, pencil-thin, like, curled-up-on-the-edges mustache that he always kept. Like, you know, like, if you shave most of your mustache, but you just keep, like, you know, four hairs or something, and they curl up, it was a really... Yes, one hair of his mustache. She offered him $10,000. I'm just going to do this one thing. And I don't know what that was. Uh, supposed to be muted. <laughs> but uh anyway um uh salvador dali of course now th- a lot of this comes from a french actress and singer named amanda lear uh who was who was very close with salvador dali and and she tells a lot of this story later you know that she's the one that kind of broke was why we know the details that we have of this story later salvador dali himself didn't actually talk about it but according to her uh, Salvador Dali, while he he's not going to pass up ten grand, I mean it's ten grand, you know, in the in the sixties. Uh, but uh, uh, he was also concerned that, uh, uh, according to her, he believed Yoko Ono was a witch. And we have more weird, creepy music in the background at the time that I declare she's a witch. And. Uh, he believed that using the hair, she would be able to cast a spell or a curse on him. So he needed a workaround. And according to Amanda Lear, he sent her out into a field or a garden to get a dried blade of grass to put into a pretty little box. And it was that dried blade of grass, a single blade of grass that he sold Yoko Ono for 10 grand. Tell me you're spending someone else's money without telling me you're spending someone else's money. Yeah, so, anyway, I thought that was funny. That was supposed to be the Academy Award playoff music, but... um, Didn't work, huh? Yeah, I'll have to find that for next week. All right, then, finishing out this terrible trio, ladies and gentlemen... From somewhere in time and space, perhaps even a phone box. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna do something different, but my mind blanked. So, perhaps via an old Victorian chair with a giant dish behind it. Okay, okay, it's the doc. Uh, so instead of a quote this week, I've got for you our recurring "What my film class said" bit. Uh, so we started a new semester, so I have a new film class. Yay, shit Jay's kid said. Uh, so 
we watched a silent film to start because we right. talk about so you, like we started out with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just started Casablanca today, so we had already seen we already watched the silent movie. I just I'm sticking to one silent film this semester instead of two. Okay. So the silent film that I decided to watch was The General. Okay. If you're not familiar with The General, it's about it's Buster Keaton. He's a train engineer. His train gets stolen. He fights for the South. He goes to steal it back. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, we watch the movie, and I have the kids, thanks to Obi-John, fill out what I like to call an MVR, so a movie viewing report. So I I wrote on the board, we're going to fill out our MVRs and talk about it. And I explained MVR stands for movie, movie viewing report. And the questions are this. What is the name of the movie? Who is your favorite character? Who was your least favorite character? List three things you like. List three things you didn't like. One of my students wrote, some of the fake things looked really fake, while a lot of the real things looked really real. But some of the real things that were fake looked not super real. I don't know what that means. (laughs) So I tried, I was like, so you're saying like the special effects that were obviously fake special effects looked really fake? Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, there's not a whole lot of fake special effects, but I, I see what you're saying. You know, they didn't have the technology to really fake, you know, the fake things and make it look real. Did you, uh, did you, did you cover the fact that, uh, was it this movie where Buster Keaton, where they, they, they create two opposing armies by using the same extras, just redressed and refilmed? Because you never, like, I don't think you see them at the same time. Like, it's... No, I didn't. <laughs> and they cut and shoot them from the other side. Uh, but we did talk about them starting the bridge on fire to the train, the train bridge on fire, and then dropping the train and how that was, like, one, I think, the most expensive single stunt in a silent film. And uh, we, we talked about that, but I was like, they really had to do that. And then there's the scene where he throws the railroad tie at the other railroad tie to knock it out of the railroad, like the tracks. And one student goes, oh, why couldn't they just do that a different way? Because they they couldn't. Well, why couldn't they just attach a rope to it and like pull it with the rope away? Because they didn't have the technology to edit out the rope. Like he either did it or he didn't. Like there's. We we didn't have monofilament. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, it was it's been interesting so far. Most of this class, they're they're into it. There's a few that it's going to be a challenge to keep pulling them along. So, but yes, the fake things looked fake. The real things looked real, right. but the real things right. that looked fake didn't really look that right. right. Is Wizard of Oz on the viewing list? No. Okay. Um. But we did talk about how when she walks out of the black and white into color, I explained that today that it's they painted the set black and white and put her in a black and white dress. And then the it was a double. Was it her sister, I think? And then they switched. So that she walked out in color. So anyway, there you go. It was a crazy shit my class says. It's a fun, fun recurring topic. I'm glad it's back again. That being said, let's talk about movies no one has seen yet. 
So, uh, in case you somehow haven't figured it out yet, here's what we're doing. We are taking the 2024 theatrical release schedule. And we're going one by one. Not through all of them, but through through most of them. Uh, the big, big tentpole kind of movies. And we're going to give you some info about it. We're going to give you kind of our take on it. Uh, we're going to rate them on, will we go see it? Are we excited for it? And then the coveted, will Jay leave his house to go see it in theaters? Star. It's a very hard star to get. Um, so, starting with July. If you wonder why we're starting in July, go back and watch part one of this episode. So, we're hitting the ground running. Uh, as of the time of this recording, still scheduled for release on July 26th. Going a little out of order here, but that's it's okay. Deadpool 3. Ah, Deadpool 3. Hugh Jackman returns as Wolverine. Deadpool officially joins the MCU in the first R-rated film in the MCU. Story is kept totally under wraps at this point, but likely to involve some kind of multiversal nonsense, or it's just going to be really fucking meta. Um, there are rumors of a metric fuck ton of returning characters, stretching from Jennifer Gardner as Elektra and Ben Affleck as Daredevil, to Famke Jensen as Jean Grey, James Marsden as Cyclops, Patrick Stewart as pa- Professor X, all the way up to Nicolas Cage is Ghost Rider, and Taylor Swift is Dazzler. I rattled all those off because they kind of run the gamut from believable to little far-fetched, but I guess you could do that, to they were at a football game with Taylor Swift, so let's start internet rumors about it. Hey, um, as much as I don't see Taylor Swift coming in to play Dazzler, Taylor Swift probably would make a decent Dazzler. She's not a bad choice, honestly. It's not a bad choice. I don't think we're going to have Dazzler in this movie, but that's not a bad choice. Um, Now, if you're going to give me an X-Man that needs to have her her shine, her her, uh, time in the spotlight with light-based powers, give me fucking Jubilee. Like, actually Jubilee. It's also heavily believed this movie will sort of be the the first full dipping its toe in the water of X-Men in the MCU. X-Men, yeah. I don't think we're going to get them fully properly until post-Secret Wars, but I think this will be kind of the start of, of whatever brings them in. Um, that said, uh, I'm going to rattle off some more cast names, and then we'll talk about it real quick. So we have confirmed returning cast members. Uh, Marina Baccarin is Vanessa. Brianna Hildebrand, uh, sorry, Brianna Hildebrand as Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Negasonic. Uh, Karen Sori as Dopinder. Leslie Uggams as Blind Al. And Scott, this will make you happy. Stefan Kepikik as Colossus. Colossus. Confirmed oh to be returning. Thank you very much. First of all, Colossus is one of my favorite X-Men of all time. Uh, I, I love his powers. I love his character. I love his backstory. I love his character arc all the way up to where he sacrifices himself. Spoilers to cure the legacy virus and everything. He's great. You know, his relationship with Bree, his sister and everything. Uh, and they nailed it in, in, in X-Men or Deadpool one and two, the most accurate X-Men we have had on screen to date. Thank you very much. Yeah. 
Yeah, I said it. I stand beside it. I think they got Cyclops pretty good in the, in the first movie. Okay, let me, let me totally sideline in the second movie, but the most comic accurate. Oh, that's fair. That's the fair. First, and I like James Marsden in the first one. You know, I love the visor and everything, but you know, you 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 don't they don't go with the comic costumes or anything. So, but James Marsden did do a very good job with the character. Yeah, he did. Well, you said it, Scott. Uh, first of all, there's no such thing as spoilers for X Men because what is canon now will not be canon in five <clears throat> minutes. Because um, it's the X Men, they just can't help themselves. And <laughs> you mentioned it, so we'll bring it up. The the only there's no there's a teaser image of the logo. There's no official poster. Uh, I don't care what you saw on Facebook. There's no trailer. I don't care what you saw on YouTube. Uh, the only official, and this isn't even really official, the only look we've gotten of the movie is leaked set photos that feature most prominently Hugh Jackman, who we know is returning as some version of Wolverine, wearing a comic book, mostly accurate, yellow and blue suit. Yes, and its suit looks amazing. Uh, in fact, I'm I'm looking, I was actually just going to ask you about this because uh, I'm on IMDb browsing through the, you know, the the pictures that they yeah. put on IMDb. There is a, I'm gonna put this in quotes, poster up. Um, you can tell it's one of the earlier set images of them together. That's been just lifted from that and put onto a white background with Deadpool three. So it's not an official poster, but whoever did this, I don't know how, but they put the yellow and blue mask on Wolverine. I don't think we've seen set pictures of him with a mask yet. A story came out today, but I haven't had time to confirm it. Um, of hey, here's the mask they're going to have Hugh Jackman wear, but it was from I think like Screen Crush, which is sort of like mid tier of believable stories. I couldn't back it up with any other like more incredible sites to back it up. Excuse me, but uh, I, I I have a feeling for at least one shot or one sequence, he'll have the mask on, yeah. sort of like Thor's helmet. Uh, it'll be there long enough so we can justify making action figures and, and kids' cosplay outfits with the mask in it. Because um, if you're going to give us the full-on suit, why not go all the way with the mask? Uh, but like you said, it really does benefit from almost 15 years of MCU costume design. Of We've kindly finally kind of figured out how to do these comic book accurate suits but also not make them look like ridiculous spandex yeah um, jay you've been very quiet thoughts on deadpool 3 no have you uh, not seen have you not seen deadpool 1 and 2 no i've seen deadpool 1 and 2 but i okay. just don't know if, i didn't see deadpool well this might is have three. seen deadpool in in theaters I don't think I saw Deadpool two in theaters. Maybe I did. Uh, uh, so did you? I, did you not? Did you not love the Deadpool movies? I liked the first one. The oh, don't tell one, me you like the second one. Second one I was okay with. I'm just. I guess I'm not as hyped for Deadpool as other people are. And I, you know, Ryan Reynolds does a great job as as Wade Wilson and he Deadpool. Does. But what's really kind of grinding my gears is that we've now are getting a third Deadpool movie, but mm-hmm. DC has yet to get its wheels turning on a Deathstroke movie. And I'm just sort of like, what does one have to do with the other? 
Uh, I just I, yeah, I don't other than the fact they both well they don't even have both have dead in their name. They're, they're, I'm more interested in a Deathstroke movie than I am a Deadpool movie. Well, Let's just at put it current, that way. there are zero plans to make a Deathstroke movie, which is a so, shame. I'm just letting you know, just uh, just to go ahead and and and, and rub that bandaid off. Uh, this yeah this. Uh, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably not gonna go see it in theaters, and I'll wait for it to stream. Oh God. And uh, if it if it does come out to streaming or when it does come out, I still might not watch it. I don't know. Uh, I'm just sort of like I'm going through waves of like I was really I got it back into Marvel after like X-Men three. Like X-Men three soured me on Marvel. And then that was Fox or. Yeah, but was... OK, but stick with I me will split this hair all day long. That's fine, but I'm just saying, okay, sorry, let me rephrase it. Comic book movies in general had me soured from X-Men 3, and then I started to get back into it, and then I got into, like, the MCU, and then we had Infinity War and Endgame, and then now I just haven't been able to get back into comic book movies. So I'm back on my... It's like a roller coaster. (laughs) I mean, you know, what they did with, with Deadpool 2, you know, and we had, we had, you know, Alpha Flight characters, and we had, of course, Colossus was back, uh, and everything, and we had... Alpha uh, Flight or X-Force? Sorry, X-Force, thank you. Okay. Sorry, that was my bad, I misspoke. X-Force. Um, uh, the way they portrayed Domino on screen was beautiful, uh, and then the Juggernaut, by God, when he comes out. Really? God, I loved it. Neither one of those characters moved the needle for me on Deadpool 2, honestly. I, I, I don't know much about Domino, but her, her character in that movie was kind of just there. Like, she didn't really have anything to do. And the Juggernaut fight was cool for the brief time we got it. Because, yes, Colossus fighting Juggernaut is cool. Yeah. But as much praise as I'll give him for nailing Colossus, Juggernaut wearing a prison uniform with a helmet... I liked it, loved it. Come on, I was, guys. I was, I was completely fine with it because it's shit we would have seen in nineties in nineties X Men shit. Yeah, but we saw that in nineties X Men shit. Yeah, but but not live Literally, action. Excuse me, from a prison van. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, Deadpool two ticked off a lot of nostalgic X Men boxes for me and stuff of things we've never seen. Because keep in mind, you know, I mean, you're you're coming off of fans like me who watched whatever the fuck his name was trying to play a character named Juggernaut in X Men Three, and I'm like, sir, what? sir, sir, excuse me, Th- that was an internet meme <laughs> cascading as Juggernaut. It was very much so because he was just there so we could have him say, "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." That's the only reason that character was there at I, all. I agree. I agree. Um. I just I love Deadpool and Deadpool too, and What's I'm up, super excited for this. One. Sorry, go ahead. Maybe it's just because I don't have the background in comics that you guys both have that I'm not super excited about this movie. Well, Jay, I I I don't disagree with you because look, I'm never tired of superhero movies because I'm never tired of superheroes because I read tons of comics. So I'm glad to see. First of all. This wasn't by design, but this is how it's ended up happening. This is the only Marvel movie coming in theaters in 2024 as Deadpool 3. That's it. There's nothing else coming this year in theaters for Marvel, which I think is a good thing. 
because I think people are starting to get a bit burned out on, on superhero comic book stuff. Not that there aren't still great stories to be told, but it's sort of like with Bond. The best Bond movies come three to five years apart, not year after year after year. You kind of have to let them go away so you can build hype back up for the, oh, Bond is back. Oh, wow, it's a big thing, you know? Um, and I think the constant barrage, thanks to Disney Plus and the, the theater theatrical slate, people are a bit burnt out on Marvel right now, uh, which is fine. It happens. It, it's fine. It does not mean Marvel's dead. It just means dial it back a bit. But this is a project people have been waiting to see for a long time. Uh, Deadpool being properly worked into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and our first glimpse of what the X-Men might look like in the MCU, which as much as I love some of those Fox movies, Let's be honest, they're a track record. There's more shitty X-Men movies than good X-Men movies. Uh, and it's sort of like giving the keys to the car back to, to someone who's going to appreciate and take care of it, you know? Uh, it's sort of like, I'm going to use a really weird analogy because I'm me, Winston at the end of Ghostbusters Afterlife, telling the Ecto-1 is going to take it home and get it taken care of. That's what happened to X-Men. Kevin Feige's like, hey, I'm going to take you home and get you taken care of. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to make it all better. Because the last few X-Men movies were absolute dog shit. Um, so I'm excited to get our first glimpse of what the X-Men in the MCU will look like. If half these cameos are true, I am here for it. Uh, one of those leaked set picks, uh, they're out in the desert having some kind of fight, but in the background in like crumbling stone is the 20th century Fox logo because <laughs> 20th century Fox no longer exists post Disney buyout. It's now called 20th century studios. There is no Fox anymore. It's gone. So whether it's a multiverse story or just Deadpool being fourth wall breaking meta or some combination of the two, I'm excited to see what they do as far as kind of a send off of that old 20 plus years of X-Men movies and bringing in here's kind of the new guard, our first little glimpse of, of, of what that's going to look like. Um, Hugh Jackman coming back in the role, I was originally kind of like, oh, don't, no. But even Hugh was like, look, I, I was done with the character. I gave him what I thought was a great send-off. I was really done. But they got him back by by pitching him, you're not playing Logan. Right? Yeah, this isn't the character. character. Yeah, this is a different version of that character. Yeah, You can play it differently from how you've been. And that's kind of the hook that got him to come back. So will this... Does that mean Hugh Jackman going forward will continue to be Wolverine? No. I don't I, think so. I, I think this is probably going to be his last foray on screen. Which, to me, will be a much better cap-off to that uh, than Logan, but I'm not going to get into that rant. Uh, just suffice to say, two out of the three of us are very excited for this movie, uh, and we'll tell Jay all about it so he can eventually watch it when it comes to Hulu. Jay, I'm going to have to get you a couple of the trades of the original uh, volume of the original series, the original run of Deadpool, like back before Deadpool got Deadpool. what he is, is now, back when he was edgy and no one really cared about Deadpool. When it was just a parody of Deathstroke. Yes. Because uh, I think you would like those books. Uh, it's, not, it's not that I don't like Deadpool. No, I, I know. It's just no. I'm not. Yeah. I get it. but It doesn't blow my skirt up. Well, you know what? You should still read it. It'll blow your skirt up. Then you'll be happy. And I'm yeah, dude, happy. Didn't you hear? Um, um, Ian Grofeld might come back as Mr. Fantastic. Who? 
Oh, uh, Jessica yeah. Alba might come back as Miss Invis- the Invisible Woman. Can we move? Let's just move on to a new movie. Let's just. Hey, okay. I like those movies. I was gonna pull like some them. more '90s comic book shit out of my ass for you. Okay, okay, I'm fine all right. With those we'll movies. Okay, okay. Let's just move and take them. Thomas Jane is Punisher. That's just <laughs> okay. All right, Jay. July third. We're going back. Sorry, I started with the big one. Uh, strap in, buddy. I know you've been looking forward to this. It's been way too long between movies. His sidekicks got the spotlight, but Gru is back. Despicable Me 4. I haven't seen two or three. Hang on. Hang on. How can they come out with Despicable Me 4 when they haven't done two or three? They uh, have. Sure? I no, assure no. you. No. There has been a Despicable Me 3 and 4. Sorry. 2, two and, and three. 3. No. No. Despicable <laughs> Me came out. And uh-huh. that was that was a capped off story. Like it was. No. 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 And nothing else happened. You know, there's. <laughs> The Minions have already had two spinoff movies. Uh, look, here's my take on it. This is what I'm going to say. Despicable Me, the first one, was kind of a clever take on the bad guy situation. And like evil scientist. I thought it was a fun movie. I laughed. I enjoyed it. Okay. And then I didn't watch any other ones. Now, I have seen Minions. I don't know why I saw Minions, but I saw... <laughs> minions okay and that's kind of again a clever like funny origin story but those are the only two things i've seen and i don't need i don't know why we need to keep going back to stories here maybe and actually i do know it's because they make money and kids go see them so minions made over a billion dollars yeah so it's fine i mean it's fine for them. It's fine for what it is. It is what it is. It's like, it's like any other kids series of movies where like, it's geared towards that audience. Go for it, but I'm not gonna go watch it. But you know what? I'm gonna say this right now to all of our four to eight year olds that are listening. You need to grow up. Stop watching shit like Despicable Me and Minions. All right, all of our four to eight year old listeners. I have something else to add to that. Go ahead. Banana? Banana. Banana. Beat out, beat out, Grapefruit? Yeah, that shit made a billion dollars. I don't mean the franchise as a whole. I mean, that one movie in one summer made a billion goddamn dollars. That's why Despicable Me 4 is happening. That, and it'll keep that attraction at Universal Studios relevant. Uh, when you go through Gru's house and become a minion. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Really, I want you to know, my Deadpool 3 notes are about that big. <laughs> my Despicable Me notes are one line. Nice. Yeah, I had a feeling it wouldn't last long. All right. July is gone. Say goodbye. With Hope you had a good fourth. That's over now. Time oh, for what? There was one oh, more in July. That's oh, all I had for two. July. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was looking at June. Moving on to August. Uh, I believe we're back in sequential order for this one. So we are currently in an age where video game adaptations don't necessarily automatically suck. Will the Borderlands movie keep that trend going based on the popular video game loot and shoot game uh, starring Kate Blanchett, Jack Black, Jamie Lee Curtis, 
uh, Gina Gershon and Kevin Hart, directed by, I. this is true, I looked this up and then didn't believe it and double-checked it, directed by Eli Roth, the guy who did Cabin Fever and Hostel and Thanksgiving is doing a video game action movie. Uh, we have seen silhouettes of the characters. Uh, no poster, no trailer. That's it. Uh, and some reshoots were done by a different director because Eli Roth was out busy doing the Thanksgiving movie. Uh, so some of this movie was shot by Tim Miller, who did the first Deadpool movie and Terminator Dark Fate. Swing and a miss. Borderlands movie, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I am intrigued how you can turn basically a first-person shooter, if I'm not in, if I'm not correct. It's pretty much a first-person shooter. I'm intrigued how they're going to turn a first-person shooter into like hey. a legit story. Hey, The Rock did it with Doom, all right? But they talk bad about that movie because Carl fucking Urban. Uh, B, Urban. the Borderlands games do have a storyline and do have characters. Uh, 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 sort of, uh, to, to, you know, I'm not saying it's like a super well fleshed out story, but there is a storyline. There, there, there is there are characters they can pull from. I think they're using original characters for this, uh, but they're in the same archetype as the characters in the game. So, and okay, here. Here, here's here's a hang-up that I have with first-person shooters as movies. Most of the time, a first-person shooter campaign already has a story to it and is very cinematic. So if I want to go be in that universe, I'll just go play a campaign for the first-person shooter. Now, I don't... I know... I think you bought Borderlands for us to play once. I just, I don't it think we too. played it. Yeah. And I don't know if there's a campaign really to it, but I know a lot of first-person shooters have now geared themselves to be more multiplayer-focused than campaign-focused, but there's still that campaign element. And if I want the cinematic story, I'll just go play the campaign. I don't need to go see a movie about it. I'll say this. It's in that tricky spot of telling an original story in a world the gamers already know because it wants to appeal to mass audiences and not just to hardcore gamers. Now, will that work or not? Do they want to see the characters they know and love like Resident Evil, uh, where we got multiple movies with like you know barely any characters from the games? I don't know. I'm more intrigued by Eli Roth doing a sort of tongue-in-cheek uh, 14 year old potty humor action movie based on a video game with this cast that again includes Kate Blanchett and Jamie Lee Curtis with Jack Black playing a foul mouth robot and Kevin Hart playing a gruff and tumble commando it's crazy enough it might just work I don't know it's, it's also hard to get excited about a movie where you haven't seen anything from so far so. I, I'm with Jay I am intrigued uh, I don't know that right now I would rush out to see it, but again, we haven't seen anything from it yet. So it's a little hard to get excited. Scott? Well, I've never played any of the Borderlands games. Uh, they weren't my cup of tea. Um, so I don't know anything about the story. Or anything. Um, 
right now the only thing that even even piques my interest is Jack Black as a foul mouth robot. Claptrap, look it up. Yeah. Uh, is this a movie I'll rush out to see on my own? No. Would I go to see it if somebody drug me to it? Possibly. Well, Translation: If Obi John says, "Hey, I bought you a ticket. We're going to see it on blah 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 night." Potentially. Um, that depends on if it's you know pizza night or not. Um, and uh, uh, there was something else I was going to say, and I forget what it was. Uh, will I watch it on streaming? Yeah, probably. Once it gets to streaming, yeah, I, and and I um have a chance, yeah, I'd pop it on. I wouldn't dismiss it out there. All right then. We're going to move on because this next one might take a minute. <laughs> August 16th. Directed by Fady Alvarez, the man behind the way better than it had any right to be Evil Dead remake from 2013 and the Don't Breathe movies. Set in a standalone universe set between the first and second film. It was originally set for a Hulu release, but then got bumped to full theatrical. Thank you, Prey. Suits, done by, and I couldn't confirm this, but I believe, uh, ABI, Amalgamated Dynamics Incorporated, the same guys who have done alien suit work since Aliens. Jay, you know where I'm going. It's alien, quote-unquote, Romulus, question mark? I say that because I thought Romulus was announced as the shooting title, but we haven't gotten a real title. So until then, it's Alien Romulus. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to see this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I think I'm just going to skip this one. Look, I'm... I Ever since I came across Alien when I was like 11 years old in my parents' basement on USA at like 11 o'clock at night and kept switching back and forth between that and cartoons because it was too scary for me, I've had an infatuation with the Alien franchise. And I've seen everything that has Alien in the title associated with it. So, yes, I'm going to go see this in theaters. The theater can take my money for this one. Uh, it can be terrible, like Prometheus or Alien Covenant. Let me rephrase that. It can be terrible, like Alien Covenant. It could be off-kilter, like Prometheus. Uh, but I'll still go see it in theaters. So there's our first Jay Will Go See It star of the second half of 2024. Um I am very, 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 very glad this got bumped to a theatrical release because, and again, I fully uh, uh, credit Prey, the soft Predator reboot movie that came out, was a year ago, two years ago, that got direct released to Hulu. Now, at the time, there was a lot of speculation that got, movie got put straight to Hulu because they were trying to beat a lawsuit coming uh, with the original screenwriters to keep the rights to it. I don't know if any of that's true or not. But that movie did very, very well for Hulu and for Disney and in, in, in 20th Century Studios and in whatever company you want to credit with it. Did very well. So well, it actually got a physical media release, which you don't see for a lot of direct-to-streaming movies. Uh, so I think this is a direct reaction to that. Of, oh, let's put this out in theaters and see how it does. 
because it has the pedigree you want a film to have. It's a cast of unknowns, which is fine. That worked great for the first Alien movie. Uh, it, it's set in the time frame of the original couple movies. Not that I expect this movie will have any references or, or callbacks whatsoever to the first two movies. I'm not expecting any of that. I'm fine with that. I'm happy with that. We're getting a standalone alien movie set during the timeline the fans like the best uh, with no Ripley and no other characters coming in with their baggage. I'm expecting this to be a very tight, very lean horror movie featuring the Xenomorph. And that's all I'm expecting from this movie. Uh, I don't, I don't, it hasn't built itself up as a prequel or a predecessor or a, a, a torchbearer for any storylines that have come before. It just needs to be a great, scary, standalone alien movie. And it has all the right things in place for that to happen. I have survived your predecessors and I will survive you too. That's paraphrasing. It's not the exact quote, but uh, I, I am, I am pumped. Uh, very, very excited for this. Since they announced it, I was excited for it. We got a little tease Wait. on Alien Day a couple years ago of like the uh, 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 shot of the the clapperboard on set. Uh, that's all we've seen. What's when, up, Jay? When does when does this come out? August sixteenth. That's pushing it. Okay. I was gonna say I I maybe had a um, road trip in my future for this movie but it depends a lot on my school schedule well that should be in march like the 22nd that's not gonna work okay anyway so scott well maybe that'll work we'll talk later so i hadn't said anything to now because i don't know how much you all so i called you out Enjoy aliens, and I wanted to let you all get your alien circle jerk out of the way first. First of all, I like Alien. It's a good movie. It's a solid movie. Everybody knows that. There's no debating that. Love Aliens. Okay? Great movie. Every <coughs> alien movie, every alien movie after that, yeah. I, I, I lump it in the same category I have for Jurassic Park. I don't give two shits about the Xenomorphs. They do the same shit over and over again. It's, hey, we're being stalked by the xenomorphs until we figure out how to beat the xenomorphs. Yeah, fuck the xenomorphs. I don't care. I love Prometheus and whatever the fuck that other one was. Alien Covenant? Yeah. I love those because they're fun sci-fi movies. They're in the same universe. I don't give two shits. They don't directly tie back in. And I'm pissed because we're not getting to see a a conclusion to that story. I want to see more of the engineers. Hang on. I want to see more of that. That's what I want to see. I don't care about the Xenomorphs anymore. I don't care. I've heard Xenomorph, 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 Xenomorph. I don't care. It's just fucking dinosaurs to me. It's just dinosaurs in space. That's all it is. It's just dinosaurs in space. I want to see the other one. Now, that being said, looking at this, the fact that it's all unknowns, you know, we're not tying in. It's set between the second and third movie. I am intrigued. <coughs> I would not go to see this by myself, but if you know, if Obi John wanted me to go see it with him or something, I'd probably go because I am curious. Uh, Fetty Alvarez does good good work. Uh, it's gotten praise from a lot of different areas of people who've seen you know the behind the you know people who've seen it already in in the business. Like it's getting some good Buzz. scuttlebutt, I guess. Scuttlebutt, good word. Yeah. 
anyway, that's where I'm. That's where I'm at with this movie. Uh, am I ex- am I excited about it? No. Will I rush out to see it? No. Will I go to see it if you wanted me to? Yes. Will I keep an open mind and still judge it for its own merits? Maybe. He says that like he doesn't think I'm gonna drag him to an opening night. <laughs> well, you know how I feel about opening night. They they're late. As long as I keep you out past seven, it's okay. It's the going home part. We've established that. But anyway, uh, you can you can you can thank Ridley Scott for not getting a completion to your engineer storyline. I liked those movies. They were fun. The problem, I mean, yeah, I'm, without getting into the weeds on, you know, debating the cinematic merits of its, you know, putting together the editing and the storytelling and. I just enjoyed them. I liked the characters. I liked the engineers. I liked exploring the other aspects of the world. Yeah. Those are all cool elements. I don't hate any of those elements. Anyway. I just hate the movie. Yeah, like I said, uh, th- this ticks all the right boxes for me. Um, I meant to confirm and I forgot to, but there was a report from the lead actress who said the guys who did the suits... <clears throat> have 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 done all the alien movies is what she said i'm paraphrasing i meant to go back and double check that but i believe what she meant is uh alec guinness and tom woodruff jr if i'm remembering the names off the top of my head correctly they studied understand winston they worked on aliens and then from three through covenant they did suit work uh actually they might not have done covenant i think covenant was full cgi uh, which is part of why I dislike Covenant. But uh, the fact that they brought guys in suits back at all is a good sign. Uh, it's a cast of unknowns, so we're not building around any stars. Um, and, and Fetty Alvarez is a great horror director. Uh, I'm very excited for this project. That, that's that's a Jay will go see it star. Uh, moving on. Yeah, to September, right? That's it for August? We just... To movie number two in the Sony Spider-Man universe, because it's a thing and we can't stop it. Uh, but I hope Scott has that sound cue from last week queued up. This is me stalling for time as he just remembers there's a sound cue from last week. Starring Aaron Taylor Johnson, oh. yes, Quicksilver himself, and Russell Crowe, who won't say no to any comic book movie he's ever offered. Uh, we are turning the Spider-Man villain Craven the Hunter into his own standalone character uh, with a possible uh, spoiled Rhino cameo because the trailer threw that in at the last minute. It was weird. Um, this 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 could be an amazing movie. It could be a train wreck of Morbius-level uh, disaster. Uh, Jay has something to say about this. Dear Sony, stop. Good job, Jay. I don't think anyone has anything else to add to that. <laughs> that's a thousand percent accurate right there. There's no other debate. That's that's it. Oh, I tell you what. Not only, I mean, you know what? When it comes to the Sony, uh, the, the, the Spider-Man villain stuff, you know, um, I haven't seen Morbius yet. I do plan <laughs> to see it. I know I've not gotten good reviews, but I do plan to see it. Um, I watched the first venom movie i haven't watched the second one yet i didn't really mind the venom movie i mean i get where they were going with it you know because the character had kind of gone to this weird reluctant dark hero thing in the comics for a while and stuff 
I agree. Would I like to see a knockdown drag out fight between a proper Venom and Spider Man? Yes. But what we got, okay. But um when it comes to Craven the Hunter, I, I don't get why everybody and their brother loves Craven's Last Hunt. I don't like Craven's Last Hunt. It's a shitty Spider-Man story. I'm sorry. It is. I don't I just said it. It's crap. There's a shit ton of other better Spider-Man stuff out there than fucking Craven's Last Hunt. You know what? Pretty much any story with the actual Sinister Six. How about that? You know? Why do we keep going to Craven? Why does everybody lose their shit over Craven? I mean, people are out there like damn edging to Craven, and I don't get it. If he's not that great of a character, he's one dimensional. He's got one decent story, and that's not even a great story. After that, it's just the story we're doing. That's not even the story we're doing for this movie because that story requires Spider Man. That story requires Spider Man, exactly. I got. Yeah. I, I I've probably got another soundbite coming your way that oh. you can you can clip and keep. All right, you ready for this? Hang on, no, because I'm not actually recording because I forgot to start recording. Oh, oh, uh, you I, you. I know. You I used to do, and this time I completely forgot. You let me know, Scott. Are you or are you gonna? No, I'm good to go. Go, Jay. Go ahead and roll, oh. Jay. Uh, 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 eventually, you will have uh, Spider-Man in your Spider-Man villain universe. Hello, hello. Hello, you. Hello, is this thing on? I really hate that man. <laughs> um, look, <laughs> like I said with the earlier entry in the Sony Spider-Man universe, which the fact that that even is a fucking thing is nails on chalkboard to me. But if you were gonna sit and make a list of okay, we're Sony, Spider-Man himself is is pardon my bad pun, a little bit of a tangled web as far as making movies. We did the animated stuff because that was a clear avenue we could go to. That's working. Cool. What else can we do with these rights? Okay, well, we don't want to jump to another Spider-Man. Are there any other characters that we own through the Spider-Man license we could capitalize to make movies with? Um, Craven the Hunter would be near the top of that list simply because like Morbius, his origin doesn't really have anything to do with Spider-Man. He's just a character who crosses paths with Spider-Man. Uh, it becomes kind of his, you know, the whole Craven's Last Hunt uh, thing. He has to hunt and then become Spider-Man to inflate his ego or whatever. But he, this, of all the characters to do, I would have done Craven and Morbius before I did Venom as a standalone spiderless movie. That being said, this incessant need to take all these villains and turn them into heroes. And no, Sony, I will not call them anti-heroes because thanks to you asshats and all your promotional shit for Venom, no one understands what an anti-hero is. A hero who curses occasionally and isn't nice does not make them an anti-hero. So refuse to call Craven or Venom anti-heroes. No, you're just turning him into a... You're making a bigger, badder version of himself for him to fight. It's the same fucking playbook you used in Morbius, and that tanked horribly. So why would I think... And also, of all... If I gave you guys an hour to cast, who should be Craven the Hunter? Would Aaron Taylor Johnson even have been on your list? 
Nope. I don't even know who Aaron Taylor Johnson is. You remember Quicksilver from the second Avengers movie? He played Kick-Ass in Kick-Ass. Okay. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, the guy who should still be Quicksilver. Did a great job. However, if I was going to cast Craven, right? Now, one of the names that comes to mind, because he's hot right now and he's done a lot of shit and he's done stuff in the same venue, would be... uh, uh, what's his name? The sheriff from uh, Stranger Stranger Things. Dave, Dave David Harbor. Harbor? David I think Harbor? Yeah, I think he'd make a good Craven. But that wouldn't be the top of my list. You know who would be the top of my list? Carl Urban. Not Carl Urban. Oh. Um, and this is going to be, not that he couldn't do it, not that he couldn't do it, but, and this this might be a hot take, because um, I can't remember his name right now. <laughs> Um, that guy who was in that one with that girl with the hair, you remember? Because um, I'm 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 bad with names. Just a second, give me just one second, and I'll have it here. Ooh, uh, Navy um, Seals, Nick Offerman. Nick Off, I, mm, I Nick. love Nick Offerman. I think he could do it, but no, I think he could do it. You no. get him in the right costume with the right lighting, and I think he could pull it off. He he's not be all end all Ron Swanson. He does that 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 shtick very well, but he has a wider range than has ever no, been no, exploited. Yeah, no, he's he's amazing. Go watch his episode of Last of Us. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm not saying he's he's a, he's a fantastic actor, but no. Oh yeah, I think he'd make a good. Crazy. Jay hit the nail on the head when he said Carl Urban. So yeah, Carl Urban. I mean, I like Carl Urban, but not for this. Sorry. Okay. So God creates gonna... man. Man creates Marvel. Marvel creates Spider Man. Sony destroys Spider-Man, creates Spider-Man villain universe. Rookshot that a little bit. Marvel takes over the world. Wait. No, 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 no. Hang on. Now, here's the thing. So this is something that kills me. Sony has the rights unequivocally to Spider-Man, right? Now they allow yeah. they allow, you know, Marvel Studios to use with Tom Holland with with it's it's allowed. They they do their thing. There is nothing that says that Sony can't have Tom Holland be a Spider-Man in one of their movies, right? I don't know entirely about Tom Holland making appearances, but there's nothing to stop them from putting someone playing Spider-Man in their movie. Fair enough. Barring any weird contract things yeah. with, with Marvel Studios that we may not know about. If you are wanting to do your own Spider-Verse, right, and you have all these great characters and you have two other Spider-Men somewhat at your disposal, you can create a third. Why wouldn't you bring back everything that you have into a nice trilogy meant from the ground up to do the Ben Riley clone saga? Everyone hates it in the comics, but you could adapt it to the movies to make money. People would see that shit, and you know it. Especially if they don't know going into the first movie that that's what they're doing. Like you, you keep that at a wrap. There is definitely a way you could do that and make it. There's also that's also whether rumors of Andrew Garfield showing up in Venom Three as Spider Man. Yeah. Um, because Sony wants to. Yeah, there is nothing legally stopping them from putting Spider Man yeah. in this or doing their own Spider Man movies that aren't part of the MCU. Again, as far as I know. Um. The, the the thought behind Venom and Morbius and those first bunch was that eventually Marvel was going to, because I think there's only one movie left 
on their joint custody contract with Tom Holland and all that. So it was it was Sony's going to build basically a crash pad for whenever they yoink uh, Tom Holland away from Marvel, so that they can Sony can pull him from Marvel and they'll have like a universe created that they can just kind of plop him into. Yeah, that was the thinking. Yeah, I have no idea if that's still the plan or not, but we'll get to that when we get to the next movie on this list. Anyway, uh, well, not the very next one, but yeah, there's there's more of this coming, so we'll hold some of this till then. But uh, yeah, look, Craven the character. Could he get a movie? Okay, sure. The way they're going about it, it looks like it's cut, copy, and paste from Morbius, and that was a disaster. So am I excited? No. Will I see it? Probably. Because I'm kind of... These are like car wreck movies to me. Like, it's probably going to be bad. I've got to see how bad. Um, So anyway, moving on. We are now in September, creeping up on spooky season. Guys, we have the movie you have all been waiting decades to see. The movie fans have been clamoring and petitioning like Snyderverse uh, uh, fanboys, chomping at the bit to finally get Beetlejuice 2. Skip. No, fuck that. I'm looking forward to this. Go for it. Yeah, I'm all about this. The plot is unknown, Uh, but it will feature uh, the daughter of Lydia, Father unknown. Uh, Catherine O'Hara is coming back. Winona Ryder is coming back. Most importantly, Michael Keaton's coming back as the man, your host with the most Beetlejuice. Yep. Jenna Ortega is playing Astrid Dietz, the daughter of Lydia Dietz. It has Willem Goddamn Defoe. Yeah. And Monica Bellucci as Beetlejuice's wife. And that's the only part of this that, that I'm not on board with. Now, she does not have a character name. She is just credited as Beetlejuice's wife. Yeah, how will they play that? I don't know. Is, is she a is she the wife of the person Beetlejuice was in life, and she's dead now? Is it something weird she's doing with Beetlejuice now? She's alive, he's dead. We don't know. But did someone as, hire her to get Beetlejuice out of the house by pretending she's his wife and checking up with him, and they have like a weird sitcom-y, you know, Al, Alan Peggy Bundy thing? We'll find out. Yeah, I, uh, I am all on board for this. Uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna tell you that the only person I'm I'm really confused why. I guess he's is he still around? The guy that played the father? I don't know. I believe he has some legal issues. Legal issues? And we'll put it at that. Okay. Tim Burton returning to direct. Um, Danny Elfman back for the score. Uh, Fun little tidbit. There was exactly one and a half days left in their shooting schedule when they got shut down by the actor's strike. Uh, but as of this recording, the movie is in the can. Um, now, will they make it in theaters by September? I don't know. It's Tim Burton. I don't know how much he's going practical and how much he's going CGI with. But look, I would have been thrilled about this movie in like 2002. 2024, I don't know how I feel about Beetlejuice 2. Uh, I'm intrigued. Because it's Michael Keaton, and I love the Michael Keaton comeback. Uh, he was the only cool thing about the Flash movie. I find it very, and maybe it's because we we have not. There are no official posters. Again, there's a shit ton of Photoshop ones on IMDb and stuff. None of those are official. Uh, but there's no posters. There's no trailer. There's no footage released. Uh, we have seen nothing other than 
some some you know story leaks and whatnot and character names on IMDb. So that makes it automatically kind of hard to get excited for a movie. But this is a movie that like no hearing just just hearing the the pedigree does not get me excited for this movie. I'm done with 30 year later sequels because more of them turned out bad than turned out good. Uh, this is a movie that could be amazing, and I will be happy if I'm back here in a year eating crow. I'm like, man, that was so good. I'll be happy to be wrong about this. But right now, I'm not very excited, and it's really going to have to win me over. I, I can't help but be excited. I'm sorry. Um, I'm all on board with this. Don't the, apologize. The, the fact that, so first of all, the fact that we're, it, it seems, what little information we have, seems to be focusing on the the the, the Lydia angle. The Lydia relationship, the 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 deets or the not the deets the Bates, deets the, the deets deets. Wait wait no Bates is psycho. Okay, Lydia deets. deets. Yeah. yeah. No, not Lydia deets. No, no the uh, um, the Alec Bal- Baldwin Jeannie Dave Jeannie Davis characters. They're not in it. No. Yeah, the fact that they're not in it. Oh, okay. Right? We're not we're not rehashing that. They they did their thing. They're on their own. You know, Lydia was there at the end, you know, there was a clear relationship between, you know, Lydia and the, the spirit world at the end. And we had, so the fact that we're kind of, it seems that we're focusing um, uh, on that and everything. I'm all on board with this. I'm looking for, I'm excited for this. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's good. Let's do it. I'll, I'll just, I'll just say this. I would maybe watch this on streaming from an elevated frame of mind. That mean you have to have alcohol in your system? Elevated something. something. Okay. Again, I'm I'm not against it. It's just I I'm not like it's not an automatic win for me. <clears throat> yeah. Tim Burton's done too many bad movies recently. There have been too many bad 30, 40 year later sequels that my 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 excitement is kind of hampered by that. I'm with you, John. But it could win me over. I'm not saying I'm counting it out completely and then I'm writing it off. Um, but it's got a little bit of an uphill battle for me. I'd be more excited about this than Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I was with you on that. <laughs> I'm, 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 this proves you was wrong as uh, the sequel to Blade Runner did. I'm fine with that. I was happy to be proven wrong by that movie. Uh, I'm just a little curious why we didn't go with the original Beetlejuice sequel script. Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. Saw nothing wrong with that concept. That's a joke. Okay, moving right along. September 13th, Transformers 1. You know? Hold on now. The title's a little weird. Transformers, not the number, not a numeral, but the word 1, (coughs) O-N-E. The first, okay. The first animated Transformers movie since the original 80. Six Transformers movie could be wrong on that year. This is the animated origin of the Autobots and Decepticons set on Cybertron. We have John Hamm as Sentinel Prime, Keegan Michael Key as Bumblebee, so he gets to talk finally. Uh, Chris Motherfucking Hemsworth as Optimus Prime, Lawrence. Uh, uh, Fishburne is Alpha Trion. Trion. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that character. You don't know Alpha Trion? Yep. Brian Tyree know. Henry as Megatron, and Scarlett Johansson as Alita. Where the fuck Alita is? War Angel. 
Battle Angel. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, that's a strong nope for me, dog. Look, the, the best Transformers moments we've gotten is the beginning of Bumblebee, where we saw the Transformers on Cybertron in their G1 forms, the thing we all wanted to see. So if this is going to get us more closer in line to that, and I don't know what kind of animation style they're going with for this movie, uh, but the fact that the cast list consists solely of, hear me out, Transformers mm. and not random human sidekicks. Mm. I am excited. Mm. Mm. There's a there's a there's a classic saying: "Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you." No, wait, the other way when, around. When did they fool you before with an animated Transformers movie? It's not about animated Transformers. It's about just the Transformers series. Okay. I watched Transformers. I was impressed with the transforming, as we all were. But then once that shtick was done in Transformers 2, we're like, what the fuck is this shit? And then Transformers 3, I'm like, this is more of the same. And then I quit watching Transformers until somebody's like, oh, no, give Bumblebee a try. It's really not that terrible. It was. Yeah, it's it horrible. was that terrible. I hated it. I hated every second of it. You're what going to Oh my god, she's a diver. She's gotta dive. She's gonna dive off of the crane to do what? What was she gonna do? Lift Bumblebee from the fucking water? What the hell is this shit? Why even have that plot thread in the goddamn movie to begin with? It's nothing but horse shit. No Transformers movie has been good since the first one. It's all fucking horse shit. I'll it's stop all, you there, no, sir. No, no, it's no all Transformers horse movie shit. has been good. Okay, there you go. No Transformers movie has been good. So anytime you throw the word Transformers at me, unless it's the 1980s animated one, which I actually have never seen, it's going to be shit. Hey, time. As much as I'm loving your rant, because that is a beautiful rant, sir. It's a good rant. That's, that's, That's good. You can't end it on I've never seen Transformers 1986. I'm sorry. I just have never. I've just never seen it. You fucking I, need to see it right now. Okay, I'll Pop watch it off. sometime. Watch it. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it. I will. I promise. I'll watch I'll find it, and I'll watch it. But the rest of it is shit. It's not just now, shit. It's shit piled on shit. You see that little white speck on top of the chicken shit? It's still chicken shit. But that's why I'm excited okay. for this movie. It's a clean break from all that shit. Is it, though? Yes, this is, we're starting before, even if it's supposed to be sort of in the same continuity, it's set way before any of that happens. So we're not going to see any of those characters. We're not going to see any of that stupid Sector 8 dangling testicles, whatever crap that, yeah, no, yeah, no, we're not going to see any of that. Am I excited for this cast list? Yes. Am I upset we won't see Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime? A little bit. But this is supposed to be a younger Prime before he's Prime. So am I hurt we cast somebody else? No. I am. That's fine. So, hang on. So, first of all. Yes. The original Transformers 2007. I didn't mind it. Dog shit. Yes. It's not dog shit. It's okay. It's okay. Um, Everything after that, I've not cared for. I didn't even like Bumblebee. That opening sequence in Bumblebee, yeah, that was kind of cool because you got to see G1 characters being G1 characters. But then guess what? It's like, hey, here you go, fans. Here's what you wanted. Now, fuck you. We're just going to go rehash every damn Bumblebee joke that we told in the rest of the damn series. That's all we're going to do over and over at Infinite because people just want to see Bumblebee pissing on shit for some odd reason. I don't get it. 
Anyway, that not being here, they're there. This movie, you know, John Hamm, love. Alpha Trion, having Alpha Trion back is awesome because I fucking know who he is. And I know the story of how Optimus Prime becomes Optimus Prime. And I know who he was before. His name was Ryan Pax. You know why? Because I'm actually a Transformers fan. Second His of all, his name was Ryan? Yeah, Ryan Pax. Seems like a random name for a Transformer. Either Ryan or Ryan Pax. But anyway, mm-hmm. second of all, no Peter Cullen? Fuck it. I'm out. Y'all have a good day. Screw that damn movie. Look. Yeah. I Ryan. love Peter Cullen as much as the next guy. And I would even go so far as to say Peter Cullen is like the default voice of Optimus, and that's fine. But Peter Cullen has got to be pushing 80 by now. Okay. So someone else has to take over. And I'm nope. not saying that they should take over and Peter Cullen should never do the voice again. But given this is a younger version of the character, I'm fine with it. Yeah, and if Chris Helmsworth was was voicing Ryan Pax, and then when, we, when he gets to the Matrix and he becomes Optimus, we switch to Peter Cullen. Cool. Scott, that could happen. We don't know, but they're oh. not gonna—they're not gonna list the character name Ryan Pax because no one knows who the fuck that is. And also, also, and this is another thing with me. This this whole thing. This is another turnoff besides my my fanboy ranting. This this is another thing that legitimately upsets me with this movie is the whole. Uh, and I don't know because we don't know a lot, obviously. But the blurb that I'm reading here says this film is set to focus on the relationship between Optimus Prime and Megatron. It's been done to death. I don't need a connection between Optimus Prime and Megatron. I don't need them to be brothers. I don't need them to be second cousins twice removed on their mother's side from their great-grandmother, Ziggy. Okay? I don't need that shit. Sisters, uncles, cousins, college roommate. Former roommate. Yeah, I don't need that shit. They just need to be... They're just opposite generals warring. That's all they need to be. They don't need to have this this intimate damn freaking connection. They don't need it. It's not there. It doesn't need to be there. Get rid of it. You know, all I want to say, John, this this has nothing to do with Transformers, but your shock at the fact that Optip- Optimus's name was Ryan is surprising. Seems very mundane. Oh, yes. But a guy in the year 10,000 named Paul, that's acceptable? Yeah, because he's royalty and they pass down names. And his mom's name is Jessica. Sorry. Sorry. I misspoke. Or Ryan Pax. See that? Okay. Yeah. It's a little more in line with the trans goofy transformer sci-fi name. It's like Ooh, Megatron's Ryan. real the real name of Megatron is Steve. Ryan Ryan is such an out-of-pocket name for a transformer, but Paul for the year ten thousand is okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what we're talking about from Paul. He's talking about Dune because he didn't understand it, so he doesn't like it. Okay. No, it's not that I yeah. didn't like it. I'm Daniel just saying, Idaho, that's a weird name for Duncan, a guy. Yeah. Duncan. Yeah. Idaho, not Daniel. Don't David, me. Iowa. Yeah. And That's you, weird. you don't speak illy, ill, illly. I'll, I'll speak however I want, sir. Of my Ill, Just don't speak ill. Just ill works. Of the dead, sir. Okay. Anyway, I'm excited if for no uh, other reason than this is a Transformers movie where the entire cast list is just Transformers characters. There's not a single human sidekick in this entire cast, and that is something way too refreshing and new for the Transformers saga. So I'm game. Anyway. And it has Bumblebee, so my wife will go watch it. Moving on. Moving on. October, here we go. If we haven't had ranting yet, I think it might come in on this one. 
the sequel to the most profitable movie of 2019, the first Elseworlds title to come from Warner Brothers in DC, Joker, Folly Adieu. No one can see Scott's reaction right now, so let me describe it too. Like this is one of those automated things. Scott Cox takes his glasses off his face, rests his eyes into his hand longingly. Is this rubs is this his a temples as if trying to work a headache out out of disbelief and shock? Is this a sequel to the the um, Yep Joker movie? Yep. Yes. I never even saw the first Joker movie. This Good. is a sequel to the Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker movie that also brings back Zazzy Beats as Sophie for some fucking reason. And get ready, Jay. Get ready. Strap in. Playing Harley Quinn, Lady Gaga. Because it's a musical. Oh, oh. Skip. Hey, Jay. Yeah. Do you know how Batman or why Batman because Batman... His parents died, right? Hey, you just figured out the plot of Joker. So, yeah, look, I don't have when anything Joker, to say. Yeah, so. When Joker came out, it is a it is a wonderful ripoff of Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this: Joaquin Phoenix does turn in a very good performance. I will not take that away from the movie. Nope. Uh, did it need to be made? Nope. Nope. Did, was it good? No, no, it was not a good no. movie. It was a very bad movie. His performance was great, but the movie itself was just a rip off a taxi driver yes. with a shitty ass ending that yes. nobody needed. And then every jackass who thinks Joker is some kind of idol fucking worshipped at the altar of this movie to the point that it made one point zero eight billion goddamn dollars. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, even when I watched Joker, yes, it's a ripoff of Taxi Driver, but I kind of thought I was giving it a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, okay, we're doing a Joker movie, a Batman universe movie, but we're focusing on the titular character. We're, we're going to try and tell some sort of a poignant story even though it's a rip off of taxi driver we're going to try and tell some sort of story about mental illness we're going to try and focus on that we're going to focus on his blah 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 blah. okay i get what they're trying to do and then at the end of it we have to go with the fucking waynes being killed not only just do they come out of the theater and just go down the alley and then that's it at the end no we follow them down we go through the whole gun pearl necklace we go through the whole spiel again of the Waynes dying, thus turning that movie into the longest Batman origin story ever told. It's annoying. It's shit. Don't watch it. We don't. But, it's, but we wasted like half an hour on maybe Joker's the illegitimate son of Thomas Wayne. I don't care. He wasn't, and it went nowhere, but we, we sure wasted film on it. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, I said, when, I said when Joker came out, I don't like this movie, but plenty of people do. It's making lots of money. Cool. I, I like to see comic book characters and stories get, get the limelight. Uh, it's good for the industry. You know, it shows we can do these characters and, and do them not just in schlocky comic book stuff. Cool, fine. But I said at the time, as soon as they started asking Todd Phillips about a sequel, and his go-to answer is no, why would I make a sequel to this? No, this is a standalone, complete story. This is, this is the story we wanted to tell. I will never make a sequel. 
And then they announced the sequel. I was like, oh, so how much fucking money do they have to back up to your door so you would make a shitty-ass sequel to your one good movie? And good is a bit of a stretch, Todd Phillips. Uh, I lost all respect for anybody involved in the making of this movie. The only movie reason this movie exists is money. And it just, and yes, I know all movies are there to make money, but Jesus Christ, this is such a blatant cash grab. Um, no, fuck this movie and everyone involved with it. I am, I am, I, I don't boycott movies because I'm just one person, but no, I'm not seeing this and no, I'm not excited about it. And no, it will not have anything to do with any other Batman movie or DC movie except the first Joker because it's an Elseworlds title. So everyone out there who's trying to somehow, oh, Arthur Fleck will be the new Joker. No, he won't. No, he won't. And anyone else who ever tries to make an origin story for the Joker, you're a fucking idiot and I hate you. If you give Joker an origin, you ruin the Joker. I will step down from my pot now. Sorry. Got a little heated there. I fucking hate this movie exists. I agree. I am jiggy with it. Okay. So that's a thumbs down from all of us. It's it's with it. Wit. Wit. Oh, I I am jiggy with it. Close. Nailed it. You gotta you gotta get that that flow with it, with it, with it. I am jiggy with it. That actually works. I'm 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 fine with it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Following Joker, follow you, dude. We have October 18th. Smile two. I I, I haven't gotten around to seeing Smile one yet. There's I have a Smile uh, one. There has to be Smile two. Okay. You know, pretty much says that there has to be. Okay. Right along. All right then. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. It's fair. It's fair. Apparently, the plot is "quote unquote" under wraps. There's a lot of movies on this list that that are that have that listed. Yeah. Pretty sure if you saw Smile One, you're gonna know what the fuck the plot of Smile Two is. Moving on. Uh, October 25th. I am kind of excited to see this movie. I'm a little I'm a little hesitant, but I'm I'm excited to see this movie exists. Terrifier Three. Uh, if you're if you haven't been around the horror game, Art the Clown from Terrifier and Terrifier Two is has kind of become a new sort of horror icon. He's a crazy uh, uh, slasher clown dude. Um, but the reason I want to bring this up is Terrifier and and All Hallows Eve, a short film collection that started the character. They're all completely independently produced and and distributed, uh, at least up till this point. Uh, and I love the fact that in 2024, we can still be in an age when people can take a chance on making an old school slasher movie and based purely on fan reception, uh, we can, we can build a, a franchise around that. And this movie is changing things up by setting it during Christmas. Uh, so Art the Clown will be decked out as Art the Santa Clown while he runs around killing people. This, this is a franchise that hypes up, uh, practical effects and gore and nudity, and over-the-top kills, and all the things you loved about 80s slasher movies. Um, the, the fact that it's, again, independently produced and funded, I love um, that we can still support movies like that this day. I, Terrifier 1, legit good movie. Uh, got some really great tense scenes, some crazy over-the-top gore. I'm told Terrifier 2 swings more gore, less tense. I haven't seen it yet, though. But I just want to take a moment and let any of you horror fans know, if you want to support any horror movie uh, this this upcoming season, other than the new Alien movie, uh, you should put your money behind Terrifier 3 and support local. And by local, I mean independent. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. 
Okay. I've not seen any of the Terrifier movies, and I'm really upset with myself because I'm now looking at them on IMDb, uh, and and I'm I, I'm definitely I'm, I'm actually I'm kind of now looking forward to this, but only because I want to watch the, uh, the the first two. I want to like get caught up and then watch it because you know I like uh, horror slasher films, especially when there's some sort of a supernatural thread to it, and uh, the the clown dude doesn't look like he's fully human. At least in my opinion, you know, just by the look. If nothing else, Scott, you'll understand uh, all the 8 million Art the Clown cosplayers you saw at Scarefest. I did? They were everywhere. Are you sure? I just didn't think people were just doing weird, freaky clowns. No. Okay. You'll recognize people who are doing Art the Clown at Scarefest this year. Okay. <laughs> I saw a lot of weird, creepy, freaky clowns at Scarefest. They were dressed in black and white. They were Art the Clown. Okay, fair enough. All righty. Moving on, November. Guys, are you ready? Are you ready? It's uh, the Sony Spider-Man Universe number three of 2024. Oh, Venom God. 3. Fuck yeah. Here we go. Dear Sony, stop. Thank you, Jake. That's all I had to say, because... No poster, no teaser, no plot development, not much of a cast list. Uh, I don't think this is coming out in November. No plot development is goddamn right. Hey, remember all the fun things? I never even saw Venom 2. Has anybody, have you guys seen Venom 2? I did, only because oh. it was directed by Andy Serkis, and I Look. wanted to support Andy Serkis. So is it is it just more of the same from Venom? Like yeah. the same sort of jokes of like, oh, he's half Venom, half Eddie. And then they bring in happen. Carnage, and 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 Woody Harrelson is Carnage. Uh, casting for Carnage? No, 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 he's no? not. No, they should have gone with Walton Goggins. Oh, Walt Goggins, yeah, a great Carnage. Yeah, yeah, he's way too old to play Cletus Cassidy in this movie. Uh, Nothing yeah. against Woody Harrelson, but no. Uh, I agree with you there. All right. Uh, I have nothing else to say about Venom 3. I hate Venom 1. I hated Venom 2. I'm sorry, Andy Serkis. You should have gotten better for your first directorial debut or second, whatever. I don't know. Uh, moving on. Okay. Jay, are you sitting down? I know you are. This is one of those ones when I texted it out. I, I think it was Jay who legit was like, this is a for real movie? Gladiator 2. You, you guys, you guys know the meme. Sorry, John, I, I hate to interrupt, but this is this is perfect. You guys know the meme of like the cat that has the, like sitting on like a bench or like a chair. I don't know if it's a real cat, but it's making that face with its arms out. Like, what the fuck is this? That's how I felt when I saw Gladiator Two. I'm like, did we not finish the story of Gladiator? First Why? of all. Expect a future episode of this show where I just go through all the different script and story variations of what could have been Gladiator 2 because this movie has been in development since 2001. We're, what, what we're ending up with is the story of Lucius, the son, secret son of Maximus, uh, following the death of Maximus. Uh, Ridley Scott's back to direct. Connie Nielsen uh, will return as Lucilla, uh, Maxi, sorry, Lucius's mother. Uh, Derek Jake, J- 
Derek Jacoby. I can talk. Uh, we'll be back as Gracchus, the senator, uh, and Paul Mezcal, who I've never fucking heard of before, will be playing Lucius. Uh, joining him is Denzel Washington in an undisclosed role, Pedro Pascal in an undisclosed role. Um, is yeah, is Lucius the boy? Yeah, from the first one. Yeah. Apparently By the way, I sent you guys the sun the whole time. I sent you the text of the the cat, so you guys know you can get a visual of what I was talking about with the cat. Uh, what's up, Scott? I refuse to accept any sequel to a um uh shit. What the hell's his name? <laughs> the Gladiator dude. Um, Maximus. No, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. I refuse to accept the sequel to any Russell Crowe movie until I get Master and Commander two. I, I just refuse to accept the sequel. Look, at one point, this movie would have featured a resurrected Maximus, a la Jesus Christ, who then became an immortal who fought through in wars throughout the centuries. That's a for real screenplay. That's out there. Somebody wrote that. So that should tell you how batshit crazy some of these ideas for Gladiator 2 became. Pass. Yep. Okay, this next one is only on the list because I know Scott loves this genre. Um, I'm slightly curious because of the lore it's dealing with. But November 27th, we are getting the first part of the Broadway musical adaptation, Wicked Part 1. This is a film adaptation of the stage musical telling the origin of the Wicked Witch of the West, uh, directed by John M. Chu, known for Step Up 2, G.I. Joe 2 and the Justin Bieber documentary featuring Ariana Grande as Gilda, Cynthia Evivo, sorry, I I can't read my own handwriting, as Alphaba, a.k.a. The Wicked Witch, uh, Michelle Yeoh as Madame Marble, and this one kind of intrigued me, as the wizard, Jeff Goldblum. You know... I love, I've never seen Wicked, because obviously I never got a chance to see it on Broadway. I love musicals. I love the music of Wicked. Like, you know, the the, the Broadway recordings and everything. I like musicals. I'm sorry. Um, and I don't think, I don't know if there was a traveling production of Wicked or not, but I don't think it ever came around here where I could see it. But I love the music of Wicked. I have been waiting for a film adaptation of Wicked for a long time now. That being said, uh, some of this casting has got me a little weird. Um, the director, I'm less than stellar about, and the fact that it's part one and part two. Why is it part one and part two? It's too long to cram into one movie, Scott. No, no, it's not. It's really not. You it's... might have to cut songs and stuff, so we have to make the whole... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. Now, will I go? Will I rush out to theaters to see either of these movies? Probably not. I'll probably see these when they're streaming. But uh, but I am looking forward to it. I'm, I'm curious. I want to see it. I myself have never seen Wicked. Uh, I know a little bit about the story. Um, was it a book prior to the musical, or the musical came and then the book came? Ooh, I don't know. I, okay. I thought the musical came before the book, but I could be wrong about that. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Either way, The Wizard of Oz is a cool setting to play with. Um, uh, Oz the Great and Powerful kind of cribbed some stuff from from Wicked. 
Yeah. I, I will go. See, I'll go see this um, like super late at night when there are less odds of me ever being in the theater with a musical theater nerd. Um, <laughs> which is the same reason I watched Hamilton for the first time by myself in our apartment uh, instead of with a bunch of our friends who love <laughs> Hamilton because I don't want to be there when people are trying to sing along with it. Uh. Um, because I'm curious to see it. <coughs> um, but the this is one of those the fans kind of steer me off of the property. So, okay, keep on cruising. December first, keep on cruising. Plot unknown, featuring Ben Schwartz back as Sonic, Idris Elba back as Knuckles, James Morrison back as Tom. And Colleen O'Shaughnessy as Tails. It's Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Let me guess. He's going to run fast. Rumors are Shadow the Hedgehog will show up. Uh-oh. Here's my one only comment. Where the fuck is Jim Carrey as Robotnik? Because he was the best part of those first two movies. That Old is, Jim that Carrey. Is. 90s Jim Carrey came back and did some Sonic movies. It was awesome. I didn't see either of the first two movies. I didn't either, Scott. I'm with you. I don't care about Sonic the Hedgehog. He's a hedgehog that runs fast for some odd reason. Picks up gold like, rings, fights robots. Mm-hmm. Like, like the most I know about the Sonic movie is that they made his eyes not look like the eyes from the game, and so they went back and fixed it because the internet. That's most of the way accurate. I, I don't know. Like, that's literally the only thing I know. And then they made a sequel, and then now they're making a third one. So my my give-a-shit meter is at zero. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, it's fair. I, I, got no, I got nothing to say about this one. Moving on. Let's see how this one does for your excitometer, Jay. This might be – this is definitely top three movies I am most excited about in 2024 because I've been waiting for this for a while, from director Robert Eggers, who did The Witch, The Lighthouse, and The Northman. We have a remake of the original Dracula ripoff, Nosferatu. This is starring Emma Corwin, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Yes, that's right. Craven himself. (sighs) Willem Dafoe, Nicholas Holt, Bill Skarsgård, and Lily Rose Depp filling out the cast. All I want to know who is who is Nosferatu. He's not Dracula. Dracula. He's no, Count who's, Orlock. He's who's Count playing Orlock. Nosferatu. Bill Skarsgård, who Nosferatu. played uh, Pennywise in the I, Yeah, movies. I know. I know Bill Skarsgård. Okay. Yeah, he'll be, he'll that, be playing Count Orlock. That was just my question because, like, depending on that cast that you list, who is going to be Nosferatu would. I, I'm going to say it's probably either going to make or break that movie. So, so yeah, Bill Skarsgård is playing Count Orlock, the Dracula stand-in. Nicholas Holt is playing your Jonathan Harker stand-in. Lily Rose Depp is playing your Mina uh, Harker stand-in. And Willem Dafoe is playing your Van Helsing stand-in. And I say stand-in because, again, Nosferatu, uh, I'm not just, like, joking. It, it is a literal ripoff of Dracula. It was made without the copyright, so they changed the character names and a few events around, put out a movie. Uh, Bram Stoker's wife sued and won 
uh, like one of the first ever copyright suits over a film. Um, so that being said, it's gotten a remake. The original came out in 1922. There was a remake in 79. Um, this one, I the director alone has me in for this. Uh, Robert Eggers is fantastic. Uh, he has a great, awesome visual style. He does horror very well. He uses all natural lighting. Uh, and, and, and he's worked with most of the major players in this cast before. I'm in. I can't wait. I agree. Uh, about time they made a proper sequel to Last Voyage of the Demeter. No, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I do. I am looking forward to this movie, though. I want to see this movie. Uh, I like Nos. I like Nosferatu, like the first one, like the the, the, the original. Thirty-one. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, it was way back there, but I can't remember when. Um, I actually had a copy of this of that movie on. Um, VHS for a while. Uh, I don't know whatever happened to it, but uh, but yeah, uh, silent movie. It was fun. Um, and I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to seeing Bill Skarsgård all Count Orlocked up. Yes, you know. And I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping that because you know he's going to do something to recreate that iconic scene of the shadow on the wall. Orlock, no, no, Count Orlock raising up. But I really hope that he puts a little bit of a of a of a film stutter. Because you got that pronounced film stutter in the original shot where he's. We'll see. No, this is a this thing's been in development for a while. In fact, it's been in development so long. Some of the initial cast members had to drop out. Uh, originally, um, um, Anna Taylor Joy was supposed to be the Mina Harker character, and she had to drop out because she committed to doing Furiosa. Um, I think. Um, Anyway, yeah, so some cast members got lost, but it's still a solid cast. Uh, I can't wait. If you want to hear me and Scott talk more about Nosferatu, go check out our Dracula on film episode. This is one of the four films we highlighted from the entire history of Dracula movies. So I'm pumped to get a remake from one of my favorite uh, up-and-coming directors. So moving on. December 13th. Not much is known about this, and this is one of those movies I had to look up because I saw it listed and thought, what, that can't be right. Karate Kid, the movie, featuring the return of Ralph Macchio as Daniel LaRusso and Jackie Chan as Mr. Han from the 2010 reboot. And that's all we know about this movie. It's being touted as a return to the original Karate Kid franchise, to which the entire internet said, um, Cobra Kai? I agree. If you if you want to you want to you know go back if you want to if you like the first one and you want a continuation, just go watch Cobra Kai. It's great. So unknown that this in any way, shape, or form ties into Cobra Kai, or if if uh, uh, anyone from that will cross over to this, or what the hell Jackie Chan is doing, or uh, but there's a new Karate Kid movie coming. Okay, yeah, I'm kind of Karate Kidded out. Uh, I tapped out of Cobra Kai for like season three or four, and I haven't all pick it back up when it's all done. I tapped out at Karate is. Kid Part Two. Fair. Oh, Cobra Kai is actually really good. Cobra Kai is not, especially the first two seasons. You start getting into the third season, and you can tell they're they're reaching, like they're just coming back because it's popular now. Like mm-hmm. they're done telling the story they wanted to tell. But uh, but overall, it's. Uh, I got nothing. 
I saw the yeah. remake with Jackie Chan and Will Smith's kid. Um, I love the fact that he's just called Will Smith's kid. Whatever was, his name is. It was not good. I like Jackie Chan. He gave he yeah. gave it a good he gave it a, a, a good try. But fair enough. Uh, Will Smith Jr. just drugged that movie down. All right, then. Here we go. I had to sneak this one on the list because I wanted to make sure we talked about this because I made the list and then it popped on my head. like, oh, wait, what about? Oh, that must have gotten bumped. And I looked it up and no, no, it did not get bumped. December 13th, the movie I will be watching before I see whatever that Karate Kid thing is. Scott? Yes? Lord of the Rings, War of the Rohirrim. The story of Helm Hammerhand and the history of Helm's Deep, as told through animation featuring Miranda Otto returning as Eowyn to be our narrator, and Brian Goddamn Cox as Helm Hammerhand himself. Okay. Featuring an animation style, taking inspiration from the works of Alan Lee, John Howe, and Richard Taylor of What a Workshop. You know, I, I would be a little more excited once I see stuff from it. But in, if, if they're going to pick a story to give us another movie, animated or not, the War of the Rohirrim and the found, founding of Helm's Deep is not a bad place to do it. So I'm intrigued. Yes, Jay? If it's not in rotoscope, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, if it isn't Ralph Bakshi, why even do it? If there's if there's not uh, Aragorn tripping over his own sword and then them just go ahead and animating over it, I don't want to watch it. <sighs> Check out our entire episode about the animated <laughs> Lord of the Rings movies. It's really good, actually. Um, I can't wait for this. I've been excited for this since they announced it. Uh, I thought it had gotten bumped to next year, but no, it is still scheduled for release this year. Um I think this is a cool way to go with the Lord of the Rings. They can kind of tie into the movies and kind of not and kind of ride that coattail of borrowing visual aesthetics or, or not. Um, I am game. You are jiggy with it? I am jiggy with it. See, he gets the win. I am jiggy wicking. Yep. Hi, jiggy wicking. I'm Scott. <laughs> Boys, that's all I have for 2024. Yep, just checking. That's all I have for 2024. So of the entire second half of the year, the only movie that got Jay excited enough to leave his couch is Alien Romulus. It's a fact, Jack. There you go. There it is. There's the big release schedule of 2024 and what we're excited about, what we're not excited about. A lot of what we're not excited about, <laughs> as it turns out. Uh, but some gems among them. Let us know, are there movies coming in 2024 you were excited to see we didn't talk about? Do you have an opinion on one differing from ours to let us know? Until next time, this has been your supersized Nerd Alert.